fragrances, candles, room sprays, perfumes, and colognes by Tessa Williams. Thanks so much to my next guest, Daisy Watt. Magic to have you on the show today, Daisy. How are you? Well, thank you for having me. I'm very well. I'm, I'm um, basking in the sunshine. Okay, fantastic. And I think last time that we chatted, it was almost a year ago, um, and it was your last book. And now we have the brand new book out in the same series. Phone That's right. for the fish knives. So congratulations. Brilliant book. Thank you very much. Thank you. You must be yeah. enjoying a bit of a, a break now that you've had that book come out. Or is there another one in the series? Yeah, the next one. Uh, I haven't actually started started it yet. But, uh, but yes, it's supposed to come out next year. So I'd better crack on quite fast. Yeah. Oh, wow. So yeah. that's, that's brilliant to have. Uh... I've got it plotted. Yeah, that, the next one's set in Italy. But okay. it's, the same, um, it's the same characters and it starts in the in the grand house that the other two um, are set in. And, uh, and then luckily they get out of England and go to Italy ah. <laughs> and stop killing people there instead. Yeah. Well, it's a brilliant story, Phone for the Fish Knives. And um, it's set at Castle Howard, which well, is... Not, not officially. Not officially at okay. Castle Howard. It's called, it's called Toad, Toad, Toad Hall, but it's kind of maybe architecturally and stuff. It's Yeah, it's, 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 it's Castle Howard, but I don't call it that. Right, yes. So that's yeah. the kind of background of it. And... Uh, it's uh yeah it's it's so funny it's just one of these books that for this time i think it's really captured um you know it's what we all need really now and were you writing it daisy during the lockdown actually i put the last full stop on i edited it uh during the lockdown but in fact i was uh I was uh, rushing for the deadline uh, just as uh, Boris Johnson was putting on his jackboots and locking us all up. So, in fact, no. Because I, I, I had quite a major sense of humour faded during the lockdown. But I've been fascinated to see you are doing some demonstrations and stuff recently <laughs> in London. Can you tell yeah. us a little bit about that? <laughs> and I've been doing them since November, actually. I, I'm massively, and I'm massively uh, horrified by uh, the, the side effects of this lockdown and the kind of power grab of the uh, of the government. I mean, not just not just in in Britain, but 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 across the across the developed world. And uh, it's it's, uh, it's sort of actually all I've been able to think about. Now that the, the demonstrations are massive, although you wouldn't know it from the newspaper, because astonishingly they're kind of half a million people going through London and no mention of it in the newspapers at all. But initially, <laughs> the police were really vile and were sort of putting yes. us down side streets and waving their batons. And as a sort of, I, I mean, I, like all of us, we've lived in, those of us who've grown up in Britain, we're sort of accustomed to a certain level of, fair play and, and, and liberty. Uh, autonomy yeah. and liberty yeah mm -hmm. and and uh, it was a real a real wake up call actually you know i, yes. I, hope, I mean i hope eventually to everybody that, that, that just because we've had a good time for the last 70 odd years uh, it's not it's not, it's not the end. dna yeah. of freedom it, yeah. it's something we have to fight for yeah absolutely but yeah, just back to the book, Phone for the Fish Knives. Um, I was watching a brilliant show, actually, it was Sarah Vine talking about it on 
the male like TV show. And yeah. mm-hmm. talking about the last book that you did and uh, oh, yes. fan of it. And um, was lovely about it. Yeah, I, was, that was a, I, I did like watching that TV show, I have to say. <laughs> yeah, it was excellent. And they had the dogs yeah. on the show and they were drinking gin. Yeah. It was yeah. very civilized. <laughs> but how do you find, Daisy, the process of the writing and then you have the promoting? And what do you, what do you love most about being an author? Uh, the freedom and, and, and the writing of it, actually. I mean, the promotion in the olden days when I was sort of young and greedy and hungry, I used to think that was all quite fun. I now, I now find that all pretty, quite sort of boring, actually. But, but the, um, the writing of it is wonderful. When, when, it, when it's going in your, in your own mind and you're building this world and it's working and you like what you're writing, it, it, it's, it's very peaceful, it's lovely. And that, that, yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, that that must be such a joy. And is yeah. is there a time of the day or night that you find is best for writing, or every every time, every day? Um, I obviously dead night because I was years for a journal, for years I was a journalist, so I'm very much sort of geared towards deadlines. So the 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 the, 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 the closer the deadline looms, the harder I work, and the more words seem to spring to mind. Yeah. And, uh, so that um, I don't, I can't really work uh, once I've had um, a drink. And since all, really? all yeah. uh, you know, directional traffic is towards a drink at the end of the day. So I have to work during the day, and I sort of break it up with yeah. a lot of things like running and yoga and stuff like that. Oh, excellent! So, but that's interesting because a lot of writers, you'd think that the drink might kind of help. I mean, I guess it did for a lot of a lot of some, people. Yes. I know. But, but, I mean, it's funny because in the olden days, people used to, I mean, my, I mean, a lot of people used to just drink at lunch. A lot of people did. Professional yeah. people drank at lunch and worked all afternoon. And I, I don't think people could do it anymore, can they? Yeah. Well, a, you're not allowed to do anything. They've got it. Anyway, I can't. I can't. My brain doesn't work. I just get sort of lazy and sleepy and distracted. So, yeah. yeah. And I think. But you, do you remember that film? There was a very good film. I can never remember what it's called. There's some guy, very handsome guy with blue eyes and dark hair, and he's a movie star, and he takes a pill that makes him super intelligent. It was a big Hollywood yes, hit. Yes. And what's it called? What is that film called? Gosh, Ocean, my daughter will probably know. But is it. Uh, Gosh, what is that film called? That is such but a anyway, brilliant film. film. Yeah. In that film, he starts off as a bit of a loser uh, novelist and he yes. sort of parts around all day, bouncing balls, and then he takes this pill and he writes the novel in a week and then gets on with the rest of his life. And I always have that in the back of my mind. It's like, where's this? In fact, actually, I think that's <laughs> written in, does it? I'm telling you, I've written in for the next deadline, but I think there are things that could just make you channel your brain. Oh. Yes. Sorry, yes. that's an alarm on my... Ah, okay. Uh, but yeah, I guess you have your you have your idea, and then you just you have your deadline, and then ha- do you plot everything out, Daisy, or before? Uh, well, I do actually. But these these books, although are essentially an above all comedy, and are supposed to make people laugh, which is what they I do. Think we all need a lot yeah. of at the moment. But they're yeah. also. I mean, I need a kind of a hanger to make the jokes and, and take the piss out of everything. So what I have is is a murder story. So I have to plot it very carefully, otherwise it becomes, you know, you have to, it's a whodunit, so it's a whodunit, but the, the, the point of the whodunit isn't that there are horrid baddies torturing each other, because in a way that's all just quite jokey, there, there's no torture, there's, it's just, you know, there's a body in the, in this one there's a body hanging off a meat hook in the larder, dead, and then, yeah. um, 
the rest of it is who who done that dirty deed. And then amazingly, you find out. And it's a surprise. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wonderful. And the characters I love. Um, there's some brilliant characters in this book. And are they based on people that you know well or...? Uh, well, I think all most writers would have been, all, all the characters are sort of based, sometimes there's a kind of seed of somebody, and then yeah. you kind of, it, it obviously it develops a life of its own, but there's some sort of idiosyncrasy or, or something uh, sweet or, or crazy or attractive about some somebody. But actually, sometimes I, I find I write a character and don't realize until oh, sometime really? after oh, okay. who, the, yeah. who the inspiration was. I love. And sometimes another thing that's useful is if you write a character and then you start, if you start losing its shape a bit, if you can, you can then, if you can then tack it on to somebody, okay. it gives it an anchor again, and you can re sort of navigate how it would react in certain ways or what joke it would inadvertently make. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. the jokes are very good. Good. That was one thing also I loved in that Sarah Vine program. Um, when they were talking about the characters and um oh, yeah, yeah the, the other the other the other lady on it said oh no ev that she knew everyone it was based on <laughs> so she's a very old friend and she probably did bless her yeah very <laughs> she's good she's so tactful she said it in that and there, there is actually one character who is directly taken from somebody who she knows quite well but, uh, yeah she's always she's never confronted me on it i, I just sort of wave she has i don't think she ever will she's too tactful so yeah but, wonderful um, that's all yeah the characters are amazing but you have done so many books daisy you just must be constantly writing in in the past year so you had this book come out then also the diary of guy walk which was last guy, year guy walk. Word yeah. diary. Yeah. yeah. Actually, that was a book that I wrote. Yeah, that that was uh, that was when I was I, I wrote that also before the lockdown, and it was a kind of piss take of a a very sweet boy who doesn't want to cause anyone any offence ever because he's so woke, so woke. and uh, yeah. gets himself into a massive tangle, and then realizes he's got to sort of slightly fight his own corner. But when I wrote that, people, most of the people I knew didn't even know what woke meant. Really? And I wrote that, in a, and I that one, I was just sort of weeping with laughter as I was writing it. Yeah. And then uh, I wrote it quite fast. And then that one's the only book I've ever written that hasn't found a publisher. So that was quite heartbreaking. Ah. To put it mildly. And sat on my computer and I hated the world. And then during the... Um, during the lockdown, it was still sitting on my computer, and I thought, actually, I hate the world so much, I don't even care if they're going to take offence at it, because it, the jokes are there, it's there, so I've so self-published it. Well, bloody great. That, that. That's amazing. Yeah. And it's a yeah. tough time being a writer, writer these days. I mean, it's very tough being a journalist. I hardly really yeah, know anyone who can be yeah. a journalist uh, solely these days, wouldn't you say? It's become yeah, it's so tricky. Yeah, yeah, it's horrible. Yeah, and writings. I mean, the, the number of uh, you know the, the, the career authors I know who just laid down their pen for the foreseeable. Because I mean, you know, it's become it's again it's the wokeness. I mean, the thing has become so humorless and so woke and so mm -hmm. uh, I know fearful PC and yeah, you can't say yeah. anything. And, and, and some of the horror stories. I mean, some fact you know, you, you, I had to take one of the characters in this film for the fishwives was mixed race, so he was half white and half black. All yes. the characters in the book, because it's a comedy and everybody is supposed to be a murder suspect, including the people who get murdered until the point that they are. Yeah, everybody is a grotesque because that's how I write. But my yeah, it's hilarious. Actually, yeah, clever and 
but, but and, and I totally don't criticize her. She was actually just kind of protecting the ground, you know. Mm-hmm. I had to change that character, and I was so I was. She said, oh my goodness. "You're not. You can't use a mixed race character." And so I was so angry about it. I turned him into an albino. Okay. <laughs> and they all said that, that they said that's fine. That's fine. Really? Wow. So the, the, uh, the, these times. Was, but, but, uh, yeah, but yeah, it's these because my editor is is really really lovely, and I and I'm totally mm. um, after thirty years of writing, it's the first editor I've had who I really am so grateful for. So that is not an anti her story. Yeah, yeah. An yeah. Anti these crazy times. These story. crazy times, but it's wonderful. Yeah. The book is out, and uh, it's yeah. and I've got another one. I'm amazed I'm allowed to make any more jokes, but so brilliant. I yeah, that another one. So. Yeah, no, it's so good. But how did the idea? come about for the first one because in the crypt with the candlestick that came out last year so you must it must have been a few years before the whole kind of idea did before, it pop in your head yeah, or yeah well before Germany. that i was doing murder again i was doing actually the same Evie thing Hart. of satire and humor yeah. Yeah, under another name, but the, but it was murder. It was who done it? But it was with it because I also read tarot, as I think you know. Absolutely. I do a lot of tarot reading, so that yeah. one was a tarot reading detective, and that was actually going quite well. And I sold the TV rights just just the other day, actually, Excellent. to that one. And I did two of those. Yeah. But then I sort of fell out with the editor, so it all, it all went a bit pear shaped. Mm-hmm. But I, the whole idea of doing who done it with a with with humour is. Uh, is 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 was, was what I wanted to do. Unique. Good fun. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And Excellent. then posh people. Well, I, I. That's that's the world I know. So you it got it down. It was, yeah. And of course, it's the one group of people you're allowed to rip the piss out of without uh, going to true. see jail. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that is the what the one area. Yeah. So, yeah. but it's a brilliant book. This, and I think it'd be a wonderful present. For it anyone. looks lovely, doesn't it? Yes. Beautifully, uh, beautiful. The design, yeah. yeah, it's a very, it's a, a lovely um, blue and gold cover. So it's a marvelous book, and it is available now. Will you be doing any kind of events, Daisy, over the next few months with this book, or are you kind of through with that at the moment? Well, I am in Italy and hoping to stay out here for as long as I possibly can. Why not? Again, so. Yeah, wonderful. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's certainly not till September, but then probably dribs and drabs here and there. But yeah. yes, so I've got to get on with the next book. Excellent. Well, if people would like to find out more about you, Daisy, and your books and your tarot, how is the best way to do that, please? Um, I've got a website, DaisyWar.com. W-A-U-G-H, DaisyWar.com. Marvellous. Yeah, you'll find me and my power and everything. Oh, wonderful. Well, thank you. It's been <laughs> amazing to speak to you. And hopefully yeah. see you Lovely soon. You. Yes, thanks yeah. so yes. much, Daisy Wall. Right. Have a lovely thanks day. Take care. You Bye. Too.